You're listening to the Bible Nerd Podcast, a weekly show where we're exploring the world of the Bible, helping you fall more in love with Jesus, and building a thoughtful defense for the Christian worldview. I'm your host, Steve Schramm. Welcome to the show. Hello, my friends. Welcome into another episode of the podcast. I'm flying solo today. Um, me and Emily will be back to you with another episode next week, so should be looking out for that on the 6th of January. But I wanted to fly solo today and just um, answer a, a question that came up recently in our couples class at church. I thought it would be kind of cool just to give my perspective. This will be a much shorter episode. Just to real quick, give my perspective on this question that came in and uh, because I think it will help some of you. So again, returning to sort of our regular course of action next week, uh, but a quick diversion this week to answer a, a, a question that many people struggle with, especially if you grew up as a Christian here in the South. Um how do we know which behaviors are holy for a Christian, right? Is there is there any middle ground? And so there's a lot of context here that, um, you know, some churches might have grown up in a sort of legalism mindset. Um, maybe in other churches, you have uh, the, sort of the opposite of that. You have what might be called this, this gracism, where um, everything gets covered by grace. And of course, we do know that, that, that God covers our our sins and God is gracious, but that doesn't mean that we have license to sin. The Apostle Paul spoke very specifically about that. So, you know, the question comes up, are there gray areas? How do we know which behaviors are quote unquote holy for a Christian to partake in, right? Um, you know, growing up, there was always this um, idea, not not necessarily me growing up, but, but you know, I hear stories going back of how... You know, you know, they even talked about not going to the movies, and it was like you were in sin if you were if you were like going to the movies and stuff. And, and so there's this, this whole context against that, which, as you are listening, it, it may sound completely foreign. Now, um, understand, I'm sympathetic, right? Nowadays, we have this this ultra kind of crazy world <laughs> that we live in, and there are bad ideas in movies. Uh, but that doesn't mean that we boycott the movie theater. At least that doesn't, you know, that's not what it means to me. Um, that doesn't seem to make the most sense to me. It seems to me that we can engage in pop culture, you know, music, movies, things like that. We can be smart and wise about it. We can be in the world, yet not of the world, and uh, even use these as opportunities to uh, to teach and instruct others in the Lord, such as our children. So I think there are opportunities there. Um, but when it comes to knowing which which behaviors, right, that we can that we can do, really what this comes down to is decision making. Okay. Decision making. It it's making the decision to take a particular course of action whether it be a, a direct you know, behavior or maybe it's a choice. Maybe it's a bigger choice like who you should marry or where you should go to college or um, if you should take a job opportunity, job offer, or not, or you should take a different job offer instead. Or there are all these things that we wonder in our lives about making a decision. Um, and it's like, well, how do we know what the right thing is to do? I mean, I don't know about you. God has never whispered in my ear and said, hey, take this course of action. Hey, go to this place. Um, you know, I love my wife, but God didn't whisper into my ear, hey, marry my wife. I I, I felt like I loved her and, and we had mutual love for one another. And um, I, I made a decision and entrusted that decision to the Lord and it worked out. We have a wonderful marriage and relationship and family. So it's like, well, how do you how do you negotiate these decisions with God not whispering in your ear? Well, so I'll give you some some thoughts and uh, and that will be it for for today. So we do have access to God's moral will for mankind. In other words, God has drawn boundaries. When we read the Bible, we're given a sense for what God frowns upon 
sometimes even very specifically. And then uh, for what we don't know, I mean, so we know what we know what God loves, we know what God hates, and in the middle, we are given the tool of wisdom to discern the rest. Right? We we there are some decisions that are just morally benign. Okay. And now some of these behaviors, again, are, are not morally benign, but again, we can use the scriptures to look at those guidelines. For example, we know that in the scriptures, our, our body is considered a, a temple. We know that it is not wise and that it is, um, in fact, wrong, especially for some people to get drunk. Okay. We, we understand. And so the question is, if it's wrong to get drunk, why? Okay, why? Why is it wrong to get dr- drunk? Well, if our body is a temple, it's wrong to get to, to get drunk. And and the apostle Paul specifically says that we need to be getting drunk with the spirit, not with with wine. Then the idea is our 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 consciousness is being altered in a very unhelpful way by the uh, drug, so to speak, of alcohol that we're taking. And so I think it's reasonable then to extend that to other drugs that are behavior and state altering drugs that, you know, the Bible doesn't specifically mention weed or cocaine or heroin or whatever, but it's it's a pretty rational deduction from what we do have in the Bible that it would not be a wise decision. It would not be a good behavior to engage in smoking those things or partaking of those things. Okay. So this is where wisdom comes in. So what I want to do is uh, make a book recommendation. I want to summarize the book recommendation and then send you on your way. So I would highly encourage you to check out Decision Making and the Will of God. It's by Gary Friesen, and he's got a co-author, but I can't remember his name, Um, but Gary Friesen for sure. And it's Decision Making and the Will of God. It's a long book, but the reason it's long is because it's very thorough, very detailed. It, It argues for its positions. It doesn't just assume that they are true. And there's also a myriad of examples throughout the book um, that will help you understand how this sort of thinking applies. The wisdom model of decision-making uh, is going to apply in a variety of different situations. So to summarize that model, and again, please pick up the book. It's long, but you can jump around and it, it it's it's one of the best books I've ever read. I think it should be, you know, required reading uh, for a Christian, to be honest with you. So here's the outline, right? So step one, determine which options, if any, are excluded in a biblical examination of goals means, and motives. Step two, apply wisdom and personal desires to the remaining choices. Examine circumstances, research facts, weigh alternatives, gather information, and seek counsel. Number three, make your decision with an attitude of humble trust in the Lord. Okay? We want to do as the Lord wills. And then step four, adjust to new circumstances as they arise using the same method. Now, it's not simple to to look at and and, and to comprehend, but to to place into action is a lot harder, especially when you've grown up in this mindset of, I'm waiting for God to whisper the right decision to me, or God's got this plan for my life that I can somehow tap into and know. That is the false assumption that many Christians have because it's popular thinking and teaching that this book absolutely will show you that the Bible does not teach that. Again, this book is not just an author's opinion. He examines all of the biblical data and it's just not how biblical writers made their decisions. It's not how they taught to use wisdom. Okay. There's a specific way that they taught. You could see the disciples using it. You could see Jesus using it. You could see biblical characters all throughout using it. 
And it is the way. All right. So I would encourage you again, check that out. It is Decision Making in the Will of God by Gary Friesen. And it is 100% worth your reading, especially, especially if you have ever struggled with this idea of not knowing what decision to make, of not knowing what behaviors were right, wrong, or in the gray area or whatever. If you've ever struggled with that, which if you're a Christian, you have, okay, this book will totally help you. And hopefully this podcast episode has helped you even just a little bit uh, before even getting to read it. All right, God bless. Take care. Again, I'll be back with Emily next week talking about more creation stuff. I'm excited about that. And we'll see you in the next episode.